Welcome back to SciTech in a Flash with cybercrime on the rise. Consumers are encouraged to update their software systems frequently in order to prevent security flaws. But how do you know if these updates are secure? Justin Capos, professor at New York University Tandon School of Engineering, developed the update framework to ensure software updates will not put your computer at risk. Take a listen. We do this software update stuff all the time. It's really happening in the background on my phone, probably anytime I'm connected to a Wi-Fi network. I'm probably like 99.9% .9 of the public in that I just press I agree and let it happen. Great, you should absolutely press I agree. One of the things that uh, when you ask security experts what's the most important thing to do on a device to keep it secure is to regularly apply software updates. Mm -hmm. And so all the stuff you think about like firewalls or antivirus or other things like that are nowhere near as important according to security experts. Software updates are the number one thing. Because anytime you have an update, uh, there's a, a situation where there are effectively attackers out there that know of a way to get into your device currently, and that update is saying, hey, we want to be able to fix that problem with your phone. Will you please let us? Mm. Didn't, didn't we have some big hacks just in the recent past over you know, entire health systems were compromised and ransomware was applied just based on the fact that those computers weren't updated? There's actually a mix of a couple different things that have happened. Sometimes companies get attacked uh, because they haven't applied updates correctly. Um, we've seen a variety of different situations where this has happened. And we've also seen a lot of situations where uh, companies were attacked through their software updaters because they didn't uh, apply security correctly. The ME doc issue that hit Merck and a lot of others uh, really related quite closely to that. So you not only need an updater, it's essential to have one, but you also need one that is secure. And that's where our TUF project comes in. So what is the TUF project? The TUF project, it stands for the update framework. What it does is it's a way for you to be able to provide updates while making it so that if an attacker goes and breaks into part of your infrastructure, like they break into one of your servers or they steal one of your keys or they do something like this, it doesn't necessarily negatively impact your users. So a lot of these systems are designed so that they basically put all their eggs in one basket. There's just a server, and if a bad guy gets into that server, then it's game over. Mm. And unfortunately, it, ter it turns out that it's game over an awful lot. So if a bad guy gets into the server and they're applying your framework, what would happen? Well, it depends on what level of access they have or what they're able to do. In general, they can take over a server that's running tough and what they're typically able to do is maybe not tell you that a new update has been released for a few hours or maybe sure. a day or something, but they aren't able to do something like tell you this malicious software that we just cooked up in our hacker basement is a valid version of whatever software you're trying to download. And who's at the table that's agreed to run this framework now? This is being used very widely within the cloud in particular. So our project has actually been adopted by the Linux uh, Foundation, which is sort of the major mm -hmm. standards bodies for things within the cloud. It's widely used by a lot of technology companies like Docker and VMware, DigitalOcean, Cloudflare, uh, just you know, a ton of the major players in the space and also getting a lot of uptake from folks in the Python community and a lot of the other programming language. The phone is what I mentioned, the computer is what people are familiar with, but as the Internet of Things grows, so will updates. Right, and we have also been working a lot in that area as well. We have our Uptane project, which tries to apply many of the same principles only to automobiles. And we've also been working with the medical device manufacturers, uh, consumer IoT, and we'd absolutely love to uh, dig in and, and work on things like the power grid where the danger is so great and the risk is so high.
What's that next horizon then? I mean, this the Internet of Things, of course, and power grids, that's that's massive. That's everything from small th devices in your pocket to everything that's keeping the lights on in this room right now, right? Yes, it, it is absolutely everywhere, and it's really frightening when you, you sit down and you actually think about what sorts of bad things an attacker can make happen that simply weren't possible 10 years ago because things weren't as connected uh, together as they are today. So considering that you're somebody that's on this front line of watching all these vulnerabilities and patching up the holes, are you more or less optimistic? <laughs> I'm, well, I, I, to be honest, I'm, I'm somewhat less optimistic because one of the things that happens is it's really easy to have sort of a, like feature creep where you always get the next version of something and it's always a little more connected and this is a little more convenient to do and you give a little more control. And it typically takes a pretty large sort of event for people to go and actually make a change. So it took uh, things like the, the Target hack for banks to finally decide, okay, we're gonna go and, and sort of change the rules around credit card fraud and actually put reasonable protections so that you actually have to insert your, your chip card uh, when you go pay for things in many ways. So I, I'm worried it will take a large event to change people's minds, although we have seen some very positive things in some space like the cloud and automobiles. All right, Justin Capos of NYU's Tandon School of Engineering, thanks so much. Thank you. Thank you for listening. We have great programs coming up this season, so make sure you subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcasts. Want more SciTech now, right now? Follow us on Twitter and like us on Facebook.